You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest headlines from around the industry. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex. Pondex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. Whether you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Pondex.com and use the code Larry21 for 10% off your first order. And now, without further ado, on to our first topic. Once again, Ezra Miller has been arrested in Hawaii. It's been a rough few weeks for Ezra Miller. At the tail end of March, the star of the upcoming superhero movie The Flash was arrested in Hawaii on charges of harassment and disorderly conduct after an altercation with a couple in a local bar on karaoke night. Miller had allegedly been shouting obscenities at patrons and is said to have snatched a microphone from a woman's hand. The couple involved filed a restraining order against Miller, but later withdrew the motion. 
On Tuesday, Hawaii News Now reported that Miller had been arrested in the state again just under three weeks after the previous incident. Police reportedly confirmed the news to the outlet and released a statement that the actor was arrested for second-degree assault. The news comes as the actor was scheduled to be in court on Tuesday to enter their plea on the harassment and disorderly conduct charges. According to the police statement, the latest arrest happened after Puna patrol officers responded to a report of an assault at a residence. Police determined that Miller allegedly, quote, became irate after being asked to leave and reportedly threw a chair, striking a 26-year-old female in the forehead, resulting in an approximate half-inch cut. The unnamed female victim refused medical treatment, and though Miller left the scene, they were they were located and arrested soon after by authorities. Miller was released hours later pending further investigation. Miller had also come under fire in 2020 when a video surfaced online of the Hollywood star seemingly choking a woman and pushing her to the ground. However, Miller was not arrested or charged criminally for that incident. It did lead to a lot of criticism against Miller online, with some calling for them to be removed from their role as the Flash in the DCEU. Miller's March arrest also conjured up new rumors that Warner Brothers may be looking to replace Miller as the DCEU's Flash based on this problematic behavior, though the studio refutes this. On the big screen, Miller may be best known for the role of Barry Allen in the DCEU, having previously appeared in crossover films like Suicide Squad and Justice League. Next year, we'll see the release of Miller's first standalone film in the role, with The Flash coming to theaters in 2023. Miller can also be recognized for appearing in the Fantastic Beasts films, which includes the newly released sequel, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Last year, Miller appeared on the miniseries The Stand, and more recently had a cameo as The Flash in James Gunn's Peacemaker series. The Flash has many fans excited as it will delve deep in the DCEU multiverse. It's been well established that Michael Keaton will be joining Miller's Barry Allen, reprising his classic role as Batman from Tim Burton's movies. The current Batman, Ben Affleck, also appears in the film to say farewell to his incarnation of the character. Affleck has said that the scenes he'd shot with Miller for The Flash are the best work he's done as the Batman character. And for now, The Flash is set to be released in theaters on June 23rd, 2023. Let us know in the comment section below, do you think they should keep Ezra Miller as the Flash or replace him with the CW's Flash actor? Let us know. And hey, before we forget, please hit hit that thumbs up button, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, and on to our next topic. Gal Gadot has given us some some update of the Wonder Woman 3 script. Wonder Woman 3 has been drifting in limbo for a while now without any real updates, but Gal Gadot has said things are still moving along. Fans of Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman will take whatever updates they can get on the third movie in the comic book franchise, and the actress herself has recently given a positive update on where the movie is, although it suggests that there is still quite a wait for its arrival. Uh, Godot was speaking to Forbes when she gave a tiny bit of information about where the movie is sitting right now. And although it was as basic an update as it could be, at least suggests the film is still on someone's list of priorities. Wonder Woman 1984 didn't exactly set the world on fire, 
making the future of the franchise a little uncertain. But it was revealed soon after the release of the sequel that a third movie would be going into development with Godot returning in the title role and Patty Jenkins once again in the director's chair. Whether the film will manage to make up for a very mixed reception of its predecessor is something that only time will tell. Wonder Woman has been one of DC's most popular characters for decades, and having appeared in Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, and her two solo movies to date, she is a cornerstone of the DCEU. Like many of the other DCEU characters, the turbulent tale in the Justice League movie seemed to stall some of Wonder Woman's development as Warner Brothers tried to work out what direction they intended to take their franchise. Many will be hoping that by the time Wonder Woman 3 arrives, they will finally have worked out where they are going. There's been rumors saying that Wonder Woman 3 is expected to bring the franchise into the present day. The Wonder Woman franchise has followed the story of Diana Prince from World War I to 1984, and the final scenes of the latter seem to suggest that the story is now going to have another time jump that will see the Amazonian back in the present day. Godot has previously alluded to this in comments when saying, I wouldn't go like to the 60s or the 40s with Wonder Woman. I feel like the past has been handled well, and now it's time to move on. While well, we wait for more details on Wonder Woman 3, which is likely not to hit cinemas until 2024 at the earliest, considering how early development currently is, there is a possibility that she will reprise her role in a cameo in Shazam! Fury of the Gods later this year. Away from the DCEU, she's been pretty busy, having just appeared in Red Notice and Death on the Nile, and currently filming spy thriller Heart of Stone, in Disney's live-action Snow White. And now our next topic. Thor Love and Thunder trailer has managed to draw in 209 million views in only 24 hours. As you would expect from a long-awaited trailer, it didn't take fans long to jump on the first Thor Love and Thunder teaser that dropped on Monday. Thor Love and Thunder finally released a first look at the summer blockbuster on Monday. The trailer managed to rack up an impressive 209 million views within its first 24 hours online, becoming the fourth most viewed trailer behind Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, and Spider-Man No Way Home. After the trailer was teased for weeks, the fan expectation was about as high as it could be. And as expected from a first teaser, the 90-second trailer didn't really give too much away, but about the plot of the movie. If anything, it completely lied about exactly what kind of movie fans will see when the film arrives in July. There has been plenty of talk about Thor Love and Thunder with director Taika Waititi calling the film one of the craziest things he has ever done. While actor Chris Hemsworth has promised that Marvel fans will be laughing, crying, and laughing until they cry at the movie. While the teaser has certainly set up some laughs, there is a hanging question about the darker side of the movie that will follow. While the final image of the teaser trailer is Natalie Portman's Jane Foster summoning a remade hammer, the majority of the trailer seems to come from the opening of the movie, which then lines up with the new release synopsis for Thor Love and Thunder. While the trailer covers Thor's retirement from being a superhero, it seems to suggest that he will part ways with the Guardians of the Galaxy early on in the movie. Judging that his peaceful time is going to be cast aside with the arrival of Gore, it could turn out that Thor needs all the help he can get and may be teaming up with Guardians again before the story is done. 
In the end, we can expect to see a more detailed look at the movie when the first full-length trailer arrives, which could happen soon after the arrival of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in just a matter of weeks. Let us know what you think about the uh, Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Are you going to be one of them that buys their tickets early and go watches it? Or are you done with the Thor storyline? In any case, leave us a comment. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. And now on to our review of Moon Knight. Episode 4. Marvel's Moon Knight isn't lacking in start story. Arguably, it has too much story for its own good. In the first three episodes alone, we were introduced to a mentally unwell ex-mercenary with a murky past, estranged from a wife he's been lying to for years. Inside him is at least one identity, with another on the way, created to fill a role that the main identity is unable to. We've also been told that the central identity is in fact the earthly avatar of the moon god, Khonshu. We met an ex-avatar turned cult leader with a grudge who was intent on raising hell in the desert, and a group of ancient Egyptian gods who are apparently too ignorant to take more than a passing interest in the entire situation. And that's before you get to the long list of all the things that don't quite make sense yet. So it's with mixed feelings that I digest the fourth episode of the MCU series, The Tomb. As we finally approached a showdown between Mark and Steven and Arthur Harrow, we got some archaeological monster fun in the first two-thirds that admittedly had me wondering why I was watching Moon Knight and not Layla Tomb Raider before Arthur killed Mark in cold blood. Mark dying is nothing new for fans of the Moon Knight comics. Part of the whole Khonshu deal is that the Moon God can resurrect him if he gets into mortal danger. That's how Mark became his avatar in the first place. But Khonshu has now been imprisoned by the gods for his insolence, so it's seemingly no resurrections this time. Instead, creators of the show have taken this opportunity to adapt one of the greatest series in the character's history where Mark is locked up in a mental institution and has to find a way out while exploring his own mind. As he does, he goes on a surreal cosmic journey that slowly unpacks what is real and what might be a figment of his imagination. As a comic, it's fantastic and well worth your time. As part of this TV show, it's a sudden and wild left turn that expects the audience to go along for the ride. 2016 story could easily hold up an entire season of television by itself. And though I'm as delighted as the next nerd to see it visualized on screen, Moon Knight intends to tackle it with only two episodes left to go. Once again, I find myself in, quote, it's a bold strategy territory, wondering if the show can ultimately make good on its ambitious narrative. Sprawling as it is, it feels way too constrained by time and format. Has everything we've seen in the first three and a half episodes of Moon Knight just been part of Mark's fantasy? Is he really a patient in a mental institution? who has used elements of his surroundings to create an epic action-adventure story in his mind? These are the questions that the show now wants us to ask ourselves. And by slotting this scenario in as a twist, some way into the series, some viewers are likely going to be frustrated by it. What was the point in watching all of that if it wasn't real? Others may wonder why they're even watching the twist play out at the stage, if there is indeed an ongoing adventure in Amit's tomb that needs to be wrapped up. For me, there's also a Marvel elephant in the room right now. As much as Moon Knight has tried to pull us into the confusing and often upsetting world of Mark Spector's mental turmoil, 
it hasn't been able to get close to the level of skill and intrigue of the Marvel series Legion captured some years ago with the character of David Heller, an unreliable narrator misdiagnosed with schizophrenia and possessed by a parasitic mutant. It's unfair to compare the two in some respects, but important in others. Marvel Studios has probably spent more money on Moon Knight than Fox did on the first season of Legion, but splashing that cash on additional CG and action set pieces to give people what they expect from an MCU project has rather come at the cost of character development that should be at the heart of the show. And where Legion was given more episodes to linger on world building and questions of villainy, Moon Knight has restrained itself to just six pushing the story forward so forcefully and sharply that I can't help but struggle to root for its lead. I love the character of Moon Knight and the book that Marvel are adapting here, and I've genuinely been supportive of MCU's Phase 4 design to date, but I do find myself a bit worried by where we leave things at the end of this episode. The final two installments certainly have a lot of work to do if they're going to make the series feel comfortably cohesive. I will keep my hope and interest alive until I've seen what Moon Knight is set to deliver as a final package. Let us know in the comment section below what did you think of episode 4. Are you still watching it or have you given it up? But as always, if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow, um, hire new hosts, um, upgrade our equipment and hopefully take this show on the road someday. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. You can find us on all major podcast platforms and on YouTube. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.